just talking about cool, the most cool, cool, dull cool, cool, stuff. Cool, cool. Hi. Hi. How are you? Well. Can I well, tell you something? Yeah, I want you to tell me a thing. You've got something in your tooth. Oh, Josie, this I want one, you to tell me that thing. This one. It's that stupid basil toast I, I eat every morning. You know what? Sometimes I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to walk around being like a green toothed monster <laughs> and I just don't care. Because why is that weird? I just ate some food. Mm. Sorry for eating, everybody in the world. <laughs> Apologies. Anyway, I don't know. I'm in a mood this morning because I got up this morning and I put my outfit on because I have a date tonight. I haven't been on a date for ages, as mm. you know, because mm-hmm. I've been in hibernation. So I was like, no, get back out there. Be like spicy and like fun and like, you mm-hmm. know. That's great. Get into it again. And um, I put on this outfit because I thought I looked really nice. And then mm-hmm. Kate goes, that's a very mumsy top. <laughs> and I Kate. said, I wear this top all the time. <laughs> like I literally wear, how often do I wear this top? Like that constantly. Top. Yes. She said that was mumsy. She thinks this top is mumsy. It's not mumsy. I know. All. As someone who's about to be a mum, yeah. it's not mumsy. But do you know what I mean? Like you don't, like in your 30s, you yeah. don't want someone to no. say to you that's a mumsy outfit. No. Well, I had a, I got a maternity dress. And I tried it on and I had like my crop top, my bedtime crop top underneath. And I was just looking at the dress. Yeah. And Julian walked in and was like, you look like a mum. And I'm like, oh, and I'm sending it back. He's like, no, I just mean because you can see your white sensible crop top underneath. And you're like, it doesn't matter, Julian. And I was just like, you've said you look like a mum and I don't want to look like a mum. So and now it's, it's, going it's a cursed dress it's, now. It's gone. It doesn't matter if it was like the nicest yeah. dress and 50 other people said, <laughs> no, you look like a babe yeah. in that dress. No one wants to look mumsy. No, mums don't want to look mumsy. No, this is my thing. I'm like really stressing now that everyone's helped with maternity wear in the group. Now I'm like, how do I, when I'm actually the mum next year, Yeah. how do I keep being me? But but also with but also accessible able, boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, boobs that just can be accessed at all times yeah. from all directions. My friend Amber gave me a good hack. She said to get one of those, well, a lot of those breastfeeding singlets mm. and then put your band tee over the top. So then yeah. when you have to lift one top up, you're not like, hey, everyone, here's my stomach. It yeah. probably won't be the best stomach after being mm. pregnant for nine months. Yeah. So the singlet keeps a bit of modesty. Happening. So everything's everything's on yeah. lock. Yeah. That so sounds She was like, great. I've been thinking about your panties. <laughs> she was like, really? Like you? Yeah. Concerned about how I could dress. <laughs> how I can keep my panties. How I can keep being constant me. constant rotation. Um, speaking of clothes. Yeah. I was in the Uber here because we came here early, guys, because we're so committed. We're so committed to, to getting slightly back on track. <laughs> to bringing you a podcast today <laughs> and because there's the climate change protest, which is very important. Yes, and we've, we back it hard. We back it. We're attending, but it's two hours in mm-hmm. the middle of the day. So we needed to come in early and record. And so then I was running late and I was in an Uber and I was just sitting there. And I had this really chatty French driver. It was nice, but I just wasn't in the right mood. Hadn't had a coffee. And I was just like looking down and I was like, fuck, my dress is on inside out. And then I messaged you. I'm like, it's on the wrong way. (laughs) This is how tired I was. It's really fine though. She's, she's sort of, she's got a t-shirt tied over the top of her dress. Yeah. So there's a tag, but it's very far down on the dress. You'd have to be really observant. Don't you love how I just haven't bothered to fix it even? I know. So she said this and then she's been at work. There was this whole like 15 minute window where potentially Josie could have gone and fix I don't think you're gonna fix it I think I you're just gonna stay this yeah. way all day I think I might just wear an inside it's out a lot dress of effort today. to change it um yeah I can't be bothered I'm just gonna lean into my scatterbrained self yeah. today 
Um, you know what? It's a mood. It's Friday. As we always say, it's Friday it's and anything Friday. goes on Friday. Um, so we're, this episode is very late because yes. we've just, our lives have been a bit disrupted lately. It has been. We've had trips overseas. Yes. We've had illnesses. We've had batchy. It's like, literally been 90% me and 10% Josie. It's like <laughs> also Bachelor. <laughs> Mostly Bachelor. It's mainly Bachelor, which is fucking over. Thank. Oh, we're happy. <sighs> Do you know... We enjoy it as a franchise. Yeah. We get very invested. But at the same time, once the series is over, I'm like, wow, look at all this free brain space I have for much more interesting things to think about. Three-hour block on a Wednesday and Thursday, which we can now use other things like recording podcasts. And just (laughs) thinking about, you know, world peace, anything else. Things that aren't. Who Matt Agnew is going to pick. Abby, Abby, Abby. Um, I'm still sad about that. I know. So we were pre- we were backing Abby pretty hard, <laughs> yeah. Um, as many of you may know, and it's a controversial one because I know a lot of people weren't into her. But I feel like we we I don't know. I think we th- we thought that she was a bit misrepresented. Yeah. In the show. Yeah. Uh, and they had a good. They had vibe. a really good vibe together. I felt as well. We felt both of us. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, but you know what? He's picked Chelsea, and I don't think any of you really care. This is a very stale conversation so now stale. that it's happened. So it, no one cares. Yeah, I'm no ho- cares. hoping to get this episode out today. Yeah, so, so it won't be it's, that stale. It's like only a day stale. Yeah, people are still going to be talking about it. Exactly. Like the Uber driver this morning. Oh, I was yeah. like, I really don't want to talk about this. And he was like, um, Do you have any exciting plans for the weekend? I'm like, No. I'm going, literally going to Melbourne to watch the preliminary final of the AFL. Yeah. <laughs> it's very exciting. But it I just couldn't be exciting. bothered yeah, talking about it. You don't want to like bring no, it up. No. And he's like, oh, nothing? Okay. <laughs> Felt like such a bit. Sometimes I'm like that in Uber. Sometimes I'm like Chatty Chatterson from Chattersville. And then other times I'm like, yeah. yep, no, yep, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like trying not to be rude, but I'm also like get the hint here that yeah. I'm just, I just don't feel like talking. I just want you to be silent and I'm going to be silent. We're all going to be silent. You're going to look at the road. I'm going to look at my phone. Yep. And You're going to it. have a nice time be- feeling like quiet. I just think like, it's not like I want to be rude, but it's like mm. maybe you want to break too. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to talk to me. Sometimes driver. I think that they, they feel this pressure and it's yeah. like, no, I can be your quiet customer <laughs> and you get to have a little silent time. When you said that, I heard it in that Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> I can be your quiet customer. I can customer. be your hero, baby. <laughs> I'll stay with you. Remember the video? Remember? Oh, God, that song's with good. You can Jennifer Love Hewitt in the video. I thought it was um, his tennis playing girlfriend. I thought it was Jennifer Love Hewitt. It may have been. What was the one with Jennifer Love Hewitt and they stole all the money and then they were like making thought... out on the bed and like rubbing her boobs with money? Whoa. Well, I don't even know what that is. Is that in your dream? Maybe I just had a, a <laughs> sex you had dream. A sex dream about and Jennifer Love Hewitt and Enrique Iglesias. Rubbing money on her boobs. I swear she's in one of his Look, videos. Look, I'm not going to. But it might not be Hero. I'm not going to put money on Hero being he had the like, tennis girl. He had like four bangers in a row mm. from that one Bayamo. album. Let the river take you Bayamo. over, Bayamo. And, um, Tequira, Mamacita. I don't know what the words and, are, but I know um, you can run, you can hide, but you can't escape my Oh, love. yeah, no, that maybe was a that, soft Maybe banger. that was her in that one. Well, it would make sense because they're running and hiding. And don't turn out the lights. That was another don't one. Don't turn out the lights. 
<laughs> I don't know why it's became 90s karaoke oh, hour, but you know what? Enrique Iglesias karaoke hour. I don't think hour. you guys hate it. I think you guys really loved that. Were you singing along? I hope so. I hope you were like screaming out the right answer to that, Jennifer. Love when you, you finish this episode, I need you to all go and listen to an Enrique Iglesias playlist that I'm going to make for you. I'll yes. put it in the group. We're going to listen to it straight after yes. this. Absolutely. In the office. You'll get turned off in one minute, but that's okay. Everyone sucks. Everyone sucks. Um, <laughs> I did have one really quick story. It's not a quick story, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Okay. So I was in the group and I was reading a uh, message. It was by someone had posted. So Sam Biebs posted this event that I'm pretty – it's in Arizona, yeah, so it's in America. And it's like you have to try and survive Jason – from Halloween with your friends. Oh my god! Yeah, it's I'm like a, you know those Halloween things. Americans do them so well, and they like take over a field. Yeah. And then they'll set up like a haunted experience or like an evil. <sighs> That's really scary. Like horror movie experience. Yeah. I hate that shit. Americans I hate it. Hate commit it. Commit to Halloween. They fucking go well, it's all theirs. in. It's theirs. They go all in. Um, it is theirs. It really is. I don't think it is theirs. I think it might be like some pagan thing. Oh, but yeah, but irrelevant. they made it theirs. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's very American. We just sort of do it in this real half ass fashion. Yeah. But they like commit. Oh, my God. They commit. Um, and anyway, it reminded me because I hate that shit. I would spend that whole time screaming. And it reminded me of um, when I was like 20, like too old to behave this way. <laughs> me and my cousins and my sister went to Movie World. Mm. And we were walking, um, they had like a Harry Potter exhibit. Yeah. Oh, I told you the story before. No, I'm okay. just already laughing. You just already know what's going to happen. So I know it's going to be funny. So they had this Harry Potter exhibit and it was like so half-assed as well. They'd like taken over like an old like walkthrough thing that would have been like Looney Tunes related and then yeah. just like ripped the guts out of it and then just sort of painted the walls brown and like shoved a few props in there you know yeah. like and they're like it's diagonally and you're like mm, is it <laughs> anyway so we walked through and it's all pretty shit at first but we were like harry potter nerds to the next level at that time so Which it was I love exciting because you've kept that a secret my my like low down harry potter <laughs> obsession and you're like high key harry potter obsession <laughs> and then it just comes out you every like now and then ran a blog Anyway, that's a whole other story, which we've talked about before. We have talked about before. Um, but anyway, they um, – so you go through, yeah, so it's just like all very themed. Yeah. But then in one room you get to Nocturne Alley. Oh, and so it's creepy. Bad alley. But it's not that creepy because it's for children. It's literally everyone with us was eight and under <laughs> and then there was like these four adults that yeah. were there. And in the corner was a Dementor. No. No. They are like, so no, scary. Exactly. <laughs> And it looked like a statue, so I just assumed it was a statue. And then it moved, and, of course, I screamed because I was like, what the fuck? I thought that was a statue and it's like a person. Yeah. And then, of course, the person's probably another 20-year-old dude yeah. who's or girl, even, anyone, who's just like that fucking yeah. dick head of a, like, adult. I'm going to go for them yes. because they screamed and, like, yeah. I don't want to actually give a child, like, a traumatic yeah, experience PTSD. that follows them for the rest of their life. Yeah. So they start walking towards me all no. creepy. I can't see their face. No. And I'm screaming, <laughs> screaming, and all the kids are, like, now panicking because I'm screaming. Because, and you're an adult. You're yeah, because to I'm, shit together. they're, like, they're probably like you know their moms are there and stuff and they're probably just like oh yeah like 
this is fine because mums come. Yeah. But then as soon as an adult in their vicinity starts yeah, like panicking. Yeah, it's really alarming when you're a kid yeah. and an adult is not keeping their shit together. Exactly. <laughs> so they're like freaking out. And he keeps coming closer and closer to me. And then I start sw- like whacking him with my handbag because I was actually so scared. It was like an instinct to just like start belting him over the head with my handbag. And um, anyway, and then like he obviously backed off because I literally you hit were, him. Yeah. And then we, yeah, we exited. So uh, <laughs> what I was saying in the group was if I went on the Jason thing, I'd probably end up kicking him in the balls, yeah. the poor actor. Or just throwing your entire <laughs> handbag at him. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> throw rocks at him. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, that, that would be horrible. It's not my idea of fun. No. It's like how I'm low-key trying to get out of going to the quarantine station mm. because I have Kardashians trivia. I mean, we did commit. We didn't with the actual people from <laughs> no, the quarantine Josie Josie committed to me, <laughs> but she's now trying to find loopholes in I'm the commitment. Sh- I just don't know if I can go on that day, but I can go another time. I think we just, you're not going to Kardashian's trivia is what's happening. I want to go. I'm going to nail it. <laughs> I'm going to nail it. I don't know if winning Kardashian's trivia is like the pinnacle of life experience right now, but you know, maybe we can work something yeah, out. Yeah. Simple pleasures, you know, I'll take what I can get. Um... Should we talk about a mystery? Yeah, I'd love to do that, the thing that we actually are supposed to do in this episode, but never do properly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm excited about this one, mainly because I didn't have to do any work this week. Also, (laughs) that's true, and it's so extensively researched. I think you researched this for like two weeks before we did it. Well, remember on the day I hadn't like finished it Mm -hmm. which is so unlike me and remember I put in the group when we say the group by the way if you're new to this Mm, podcast yes it's the Facebook group search all Aussie Mystery Hour podcast on Facebook it'll pop up join there's like almost 7,000 people in there yeah it's getting quite like hectic (laughs) it's a little we we are finding it hard to moderate now because it's like every morning there's like 20 new posts also 18 of them are the same thing yeah so don't be upset (laughs) if your post gets deleted it's probably just because it's been in there like a million times yeah quick tip actually if you go to like the way the posts are displayed you can change it to most recent and it's everything in order so it's not like a weird algorithm yes it's everything in order so you can like go and look at the last few posts yes before you try and post because for example this week we had a lot of people posting about the Beaumont kids Mm. mother passing away Josie actually cried at her death proper tears I definitely cried it was very sad but then there were like 18 people that day that tried to share it which is great because it's totally on topic Mm -hmm. great thing to share in the group but not 18 times yes so that's why they all got declined because we don't want to overwhelm everyone yeah um but I remember when, mm. so this is the case I did for the live show. We've yes. only done one live show. It was in Sydney. Sorry, everyone else. And I remember on the day I was like, guess who hasn't finished researching and everyone <laughs> voted for you. Yes. <laughs> and it was me. Who cares? <laughs> it was me. I hadn't finished yet because there was quite a lot to it. Um, I was like sorted. Yeah. You were like calm, collected. And I was like freaking out. I was like in that meeting room next door, just frantically typing away. (laughs) And like our boss came in and was like, so tell me how tonight's going to run. And I'm like, "Uh, it's not because I haven't finished my fucking case yet. (laughs) It's not happening. (laughs) I'm going to get up there and I'm just going to go. It's not happening, anyone. It's not happening. (laughs) Um, But so many people have asked for this Mm. case. And obviously that live show is going to be an episode so this is our you know what this is we'll our go number to our one gripe graves with this yeah. gripe 
I said to Mel yesterday, I'll be on my deathbed thinking about this. Yeah. Shaking my fist at the sky. <laughs> Just thinking this old, like, <laughs> my skeleton fist. Yeah, it'll be like, damn <laughs> you, giant dwarf. The giant dwarf. I don't care who knows it. Giant yeah. dwarf can suck a bag of Yeah, piss. it was their fucking fault. Yeah. They didn't record my half of the podcast and mm-hmm. I was first. So then Mel's was shorter. A lot of jokes didn't make sense because they carried on. From, also shit face. Yeah, we were both super <laughs> drunk by the time it was Mel's turn. Um, and they just didn't record my case. So yeah. there was all this research. It's a great mystery. And then it just only 200 people that were there heard it. So I actually asked in the group recently if I could repeat it. And everyone kindly that was at the show said yes. Well, yeah, because I, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> and then you I were was like, so drunk, I don't even remember what <laughs> any like, of it what was. What is it? What did you do? How I remember nothing about this, epi- this episode, this, this <laughs> really? mystery. Really? Nothing. Um, look, I've got some, like, top line. I remember a few sort of grey sort of images in my head of some things that yeah. I'd imagined as you were telling me them, but generally no idea because I'd had right. a whole bottle of wine. Yeah, so. we were quite drunk. And I was actually pregnant at the time and didn't know. Sorry, baby. It was very small. <laughs> it was just like it a was cell. A, it was one cell. And like a litre of wine can't hurt that. A, well, and you know what? If anything, it would just help it grow, I think. That's not medically that, factual. No, but if anyone, you know what, don't do it. But if you did do it. Let me know if it helped it grow. (laughs) I've got a very big bump, so maybe it did. I mean, it's probably like some sort of like bionic child that's like (laughs) immune to wine. It'll like never get a hangover as an adult. It's blood. It's just Pinot Grigio. (laughs) Pinot Grigio blood. It comes out like, becomes the best like um, sommelier in the world. It would always smell hungover. You know, when you're hungover and you smell like wine. Just constant smell. (laughs) (laughs) Old wine as a baby. Yeah. No, I don't like this visual of your wine baby. Let's leave the wine baby. I don't like my baby anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, what is the mystery? The case. What is it? It's Bogle Chandler. That's what it's called. So my dad Mm -hmm. told me about this case. Yes. And we were driving to Canberra to see my brother and I was just making conversation because sometimes my dad, I think he is a bit nervous about driving because he's like 800 years old now. Yeah. And so sometimes he goes really quiet in the car. It's like quite a long drive. Yeah. So it's just, a bit of a weird yeah. drive to go quiet. So I'm like trying to fill in, <laughs> make conversation. I like went with some talking points. <laughs> I'm like, I know, I'll get him <laughs> to tell me about old mysteries. He told me a bunch, but this was the one I actually never heard of it. And then when I just did a cursory Wikipedia search when he was talking, I was like, this is gold. Yeah. And then I just thought it was so gold it would be good for a live show. So I saved it. Um, so it's, okay, I'm going to start with Bogle. The okay, Bogle, not bogey as not, I thought. <laughs> not bogey. And I went through this whole bit where I thought she was saying bogey and it's not. And I thought no. she meant like Humphrey Bogart, but it wasn't. No, that would have been spicy. But this is still spicy. It is. But Humphrey Bogart would have been spicy. Yes. Very much so. He was so hot. He was. So sexy. Bogey and Bacall. Oh, they were such a delightful couple. I, this is the most stale. Yeah. This is, the, the <laughs> this is very peak stale. Of stale this is like 70 years. It's like the only late. way we could be more stale is if we talked about like Antony and Cleopatra. Mm, <laughs> such Adam a good Eve. couple. Mm, Adam and Eve, they were such a cool couple <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> oh my God, I just laughed so hard I burped. Oh. Sorry, everyone. So don't picture Bogle as Humphrey Bogart oh. because remember I pictured him as Colin Firth in the King's Speech. Okay. And then I looked at him 
I'm not being a bitch, but he's not hot. And that's important. <laughs> not being a bitch, but he's like a soft three. <laughs> he's a soft three. And that's important to this case when you see the things he was doing. Oh. Because you might think that he was hot, but he's not. So Bogle is Gilbert Bogle. He was a physicist, a Rhodes Scholar, which is one of those things I always heard, but mm. I didn't know what it meant, so I Googled it. It means that you scored a scholarship to study at Oxford. Oh, well, that's not as important as it sounds. Yeah. Sorry, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can get scholarships <laughs> to Oxford. I just feel like... What, like it's hard? What, like it's hard? <laughs> but like Rhodes Scholar to me sounds like on the same level as like Pulitzer Prize winning Yeah, I think whatever. it's like a school at Oxford, but whatever, okay. who cares? So he... <laughs> Probably like three people in the world that have ever gotten <laughs> it. three Rhodes like, Scholars. It's so easy to We're do. We're like, who gives Fucking a shit? Fucking I could do it. I don't even know science. So he was born in New Zealand in 1924. Mm-hmm. And in 1947, he went to the UK to do his Oxford yes, fucking wankery. Roading, Rhodes scholaring. And he married his wife, Vivian, while he was over there in 1950. She was a school teacher. They had four kids. Oh. Just a bit of background. So then they went back to New Zealand. He was a uni lecturer in physics, but he got bored, as you would, because mm-hmm. that sounds very dull. Yeah. So he took a job in Sydney in 1956. Mm-hmm. And he accepted a three-year contract at the CSIRO. Yes, which is not CSR, the sugar company. No, and it's not ASIO, the And it's also not ASIO. (laughs) It is CSIRO, which is a different company altogether. It is the Commonwealth Scientific and Industrial Research Organisation. I don't... You could be doing anything with that name and I would accept it. Don't you think that still sounds a bit secretive? Yes. And like That's what I mean. You could say... I work at the CIR, a CSIRO. Uh, I am in a uh, astro uh, trology <laughs> tech <laughs> deregulating <laughs> system. Yes. <laughs> and you'd be like, uh huh. I'd say, yes, you are smart. Yeah. It You're sounds smart, smart and secretive. You're smart and I want to know all your secrets. And he was smart and secretive. He was working in cryogenics. Oh. Which is the, like the Walt the Disney. The coolest secret thing. Yeah. Freezing fucking people yeah. and then reanimating them. Yes. I love Big it. Big mood. Um, and he was at this park called the National Standards. Was it laboratory or laboratory? I think it's laboratory, laboratory. but you shouldn't be asking me <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're not the one that fucks G-Long. it up. <laughs> G-Long's my favourite ever. Ori. Did you see in the group today? Yes, I did see about the Catholic. That's probably is where I picked it up, to be honest. Um, oh, this is all really boring. Blah, blah, blah. He, no, you did this last time. Tell me the boring things. Well, so he was basically that amazing that he scored um, an extension of his role okay. to keep working in cryogenics. So his boss, G.H. Briggs, mm. said he found Gilbert to be noteworthy for his mental powers. Oh, my God. He's a bionic. knowledge. His capacity for original ideas, his drive and enthusiasm, his range of experimental techniques and his outstanding ability as a lecturer. So he's basically like the most genius of all geniuses. He's a genius. He was a good physicist. He was really charismatic. Really good at freezing people and then reanimating. Everybody loved him. Mm -hmm. Um, That's him. But it wasn't just the blokes at the CSIRO Mm -hmm. that liked Bogle. The ladies loved him as well. The ladies. What? And he wasn't hot. This is what I mean. But he was very charismatic. You know, sometimes yeah. it's personality, which we are talking about yesterday. Oh, absolutely. i way rather go for like a hilarious, interesting, fun, zesty person 
who isn't like a 10 out of 10 yeah. Brad Pitt lookalike. Humphrey Bogart. Then a Brad Pitt Colin with Firth. like a very like old Chuck's personality. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and Gilbert was swinging his dick all over the CSIRO. Oh, Gilbert. Um, Just big energy to be the best at your work. Yes. And but not like the hot guy. Yes. But then be like, well, I can fucking freeze people and reanimate them. So <laughs> I don't think that's actually what they could do in cryogenics yet. But you know what? I like to believe no, that's what well, he that's did. Well, that's what it, that's what he was looking into. He was also looking into a top secret government project. Oh, that's sexy. Involving a thing called Mazer. Mazer. Yeah. Um, What's a Mazer? I've written here, it's something to do with radiation and what came before laser beams and honestly... This is when I thought it was laser sharks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then I said my eyes glazed over researching this part, but it's semi-relevant to the story. I don't care, but I needed to include it. <laughs> it's semi-relevant. It's semi-relevant. Well, so Mazer. keep it in your pocket. Well, Mazer, like, I mean, I'm sorry, here's the hottest thing you can possibly do. Yes. Be really good at reanimating people from frozen states. Yep. Cool, yep. sexy because you can help me you, not ever you've got die. Like the power you, of like you are God. immortal yes. life. Also, be like charismatic and funny. Yeah. Also, be like, oh yeah, I'm like working on like this top secret yeah. thing. It's called Mazer. And I can't you tell can't, you anything else. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> you wouldn't. Understand. Yeah. There's a mystique. There's to, a mystique. To Gilbert Vogel. He's, yeah. I love him. Um, I want to have sex. You want to have sex? Yeah. Oh, pardon me. Uh, I'll join the queue apparently because there's <laughs> yeah, a there lot of women. Yeah, there was a queue. Um, so then because of this Mazer research, mm -hmm. he was chosen to go on secondment and work for a US company called Bell Laboratories okay. in New Jersey to continue on with top secret research. Into Mazer, and not sharks fucking, with lasers. <laughs> similar. It's super similar. So, was it? Uh, no, oh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> so that was like. Next level. So that was like, yeah. you know, how you just said, oh, I've, I'm working on some government stuff. Now yeah. it's international. Oh, my God. My pants fell off. <laughs> government my stuff. My pants and top fell Mel off. Mel is naked. <laughs> <laughs> Everything fell off. I don't know how it happened. I wish my dress would fall off so I could turn it around <laughs> and wear it the right way. Um, so he had to be cleared by ASIO and the FBI to oh do God. this gig over at Bell Laboratories. All the head honchos. So he was all set to go. This was um, in 1962 and he was going to start there in 1963. Mm -hmm. And then I've written here, until fate <gasps> intervened. Oh, no. Dun, dun, dun. I can sense the mystery is coming. Well, now I'm leaving Bogle and I'm going to Chandler. Oh, whoa. Okay. I'm going to Chandler. Um, so Gilbert Bogle worked with another scientist at the CSIRO uh -huh. called Jeffrey Chandler. And he was like the opposite. Gilbert Bogle was like neat side parted hair. Those kind of like ears that kind of stick out a bit. Nothing about this serious sounds sexy face. To me. Then Jeffrey Chandler was like the big beard and like oh, that kind that's of way hotter. 60s kind of um, intelligentsia. Oh, yes. Kind of yes. So that's who he was. They were like chalk and cheese. Yeah. Um, I don't think they worked in the same department, but they knew each other. Mm -hmm. um, Jeffrey was married with two kids and his wife was named Margaret Chandler. Mm-hmm. Um, in late December 1962, so just before Gilbert was going to go Off to over America. to America, there was a barbecue hosted by another CSIRO colleague. Mm -hmm. Jeffrey and Margaret came um, and Gilbert, Gilbert Bogle came and he was 38 at the time and Margaret, who was 29 at the time, clapped eyes on Gilbert and was immediately keen 
Oh. On the comb over. Because he just, he just, he just oozes. <laughs> he had secret, secret government yeah. sexual energy. Yeah. And she was super into it. Um, now, Jeffrey was kind of fine with it. Oh. Because he was that kind of. He's like a swinger. Yeah. He was that kind of. Um, it's the 60s baby. He was kind of like a pre-hippie. Yeah. Like free love yeah. vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was. Um, part of the Sydney Push, which was a left-wing organisation for yep. intellectuals. And, and at the live show, I said, Heno would have been in the Push. He would have been. <laughs> and he, he was in the front been. row and he was just shaking he his just head shaking. at me. <laughs> He's like, don't, I don't want to be this involved in all Aussie Mystery Hour. You're just forcing me in. Um, but it was just like smart people that would go and talk about smart things. Oh, and like Boring. The government and like oh yeah you and know just like always there was like, like bitching communism conversations yeah and talking about policy and it sounds so doing anything boring <laughs> I don't yeah. want to go there I don't want to go and meet you for a whiskey which I hate anyway <laughs> and I know that you're drinking whiskey yes they absolutely I be. fucking hate whiskey if I had to sit down and have like a, a whiskey neat mm. I don't even know what that is but I just assume it's just there that's without. Ice. It's just there. It's just glass. the worst. Disgusting. That's the worst. I don't mind whiskey it's on like the rocks. like sipping a shot. Ugh. Yeah, it's if, not good. if someone said, hey, you're going to have to have a whiskey neat and we're going to talk about communism. Yeah. And like no, social No, I'd maybe theory. be into communism because that's kind of spicy. But like if someone said like, we're going to talk about like the state of like politics in Australia. Oh, my and God. Like, where to next? I would be like, I would rather go and watch like 10 hours of the Big Bang Theory. Absolutely. Like 100%. Yeah. And I hate the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Um, I would like feign that I was going to labour so I, I could leave. I say I had a very <laughs> bad IBS situation. Yes. Which is similar yeah. to going into labour. <laughs> Something's it's coming non, out of my body. It's not the non-pregnant way to get out of things, I think. Yeah, it sounds awful. So I kind of can't blame. I'm going into labour. My baby is like, you know. It's 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 fine. Everything's fine. Everything's here. fine. It's fine. But I just, no one needs to worry. I don't want to Don't come with me <laughs> and then talk with me around no. the maternity ward. Don't just be stay in there. the operating room talking to me about the communist <laughs> manifesto. Because I know you're worried because the baby's like younger than it should be right now to ha- come out. But like actually, I lied to you, and it's a full term. We're I'm full just term. Getting no an one Uber. needs to come. <laughs> um, getting an Uber in, in 1960. <laughs> <laughs> so. He and Margaret, because he was this kind of freewheeling, freewheeling chap, um, sexy guy, yeah. They had an open relationship, and I've written here on his side because he had a girlfriend. Oh, but I couldn't find anything about her side of things. So, like, he had an open relationship, but he she had. at that point wasn't really yeah, seeing anyone. But that's why he then couldn't be angry when she yeah. was like hello Gilbert Bogle yeah. <laughs> at the party I'm just picturing like the 60s party and she's got the sunnies on with yeah, the, cat the cat eye, eye and she like pulls them down to look at him like in Greece yes Greece the movie not Greece the country yes um so um Jeff literally said to her this is a quote uh-huh if you want to have Gib, Gib. Gib? That's the worst thing <laughs> if you want to have Gib as a lover if it would make you happy you do it oh well, at least you're not being a jealous little yeah, shit. Yeah, I think we like Jeffrey. Yeah, I think so. Um, so then two weeks after Gilbert and Margaret had met at that barbecue, it was New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. So obviously 60s, swinging, let's have a good time. Gilbert kind of pulled some strings and made sure that the Chandlers were going to come to the same party that he was going to oh. with his wife who was pregnant Oh, at the time. Actually, no, he left the wife at home. 
Uh, sorry, left the wife at home. <laughs> you stay at home. He was like, look, it's bad enough that I'm probably going to get my leg over someone else while you're pregnant, but I'd rather not do it in front of you. <laughs> it just seems a bit. <laughs> That's a little on the nose. Um, it's a bit on the nose. I think that his pregnant wife would probably kick him in the balls yeah. for like shoving it in her face. Because I don't think they had an open relationship, um, let's just say. Okay. So she was pregnant with their fourth child. Oh. So he was being a dickhead. A bit of a fuckwit. Um, so they went to this party Chatswood on the North Shore. Okay. Chatswood seems like a weird place to go to a party, yes. but sure. Um, hosted by another CSIRO colleague named uh. Kenneth Nash and his wife, Ruth. So Gilbert left the wife at home, Vivian. Yes. Um, in the ta- wife. <laughs> in Taramara. Um, oh, they're all over they're that all way. North okay, Shore. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. CSIRO, I think, is somewhere around there. Yeah. So left her at home with the kids, headed to the party. Margaret and Jeff showed up. Mm-hmm. But Jeff thought the party was pretty tame oh you know because he's into like jeff's like um i'm like way cooler than this guy's going to Newtown. like he literally went to the inner west oh my god (laughs) it's the same yeah he left for anyone listening who's not into the sydney oh yeah like the inner west is where you would find someone from the sydney push now yeah (laughs) keno um So he left at 11.30 to mm. buy, buy cigarettes, in inverted commas, but then he surfaced in Balmain <laughs> at another party with his what? girlfriend. <laughs> He's just like really party hopping this Yeah, guy. he was like, fuck this. So I don't know how he managed to get from Chatswood to Balmain around? in the 60s. Well, they would have had taxis. You know what? No one cared about drink driving then. He was probably just Yeah, he drove. probably was just driving, to be honest. Um, and he rocked up there with his girlfriend, Pamela Logan. Okay. They left and went back to her place. And when he was done there, I've written, mm-hmm. I wonder what they were doing. He came back to the party in Chatswood at 3am. Wait, what? So he's gone? Okay. So <laughs> yeah. he went to the inner west to go to some fucking Sydney push talk, probably. Yeah. Really boring thing to do on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Then he's like picked up his girlfriend, gone to Balmain to another party. Mm-hmm. Then being like, let's go fuck. Yeah. And then literally gone, cool. I'm going to go back to this party. Yeah, I should go and see what my wife's doing. Yeah. <laughs> should probably <laughs> revisit what my wife is doing at three in the morning, but sure. I know. I wrote all these subheads because it was such a convoluted story. Yeah. We were doing a live show. The subhead's like, um, Jeff leaves party. And then the next one is back in Chatswood. <laughs> so I could like anchor Meanwhile, myself. over in Chatswood. <laughs> so Margaret and, wait, Margaret was set on Gilbert at this point. Yes. Witness accounts say Jeff made sure Gilbert would drive Margaret home. Right. Then he left again. Wait, so Jeff's <laughs> gone back to the yep. party. And Margaret's still there. She's there and she's with just, Gilbert, she's hanging out. Heart eyes yep. at Gilbert. He, she doesn't give a shit where he's been. He then doesn't she's care. Like, oh, that's my husband back again. But Jeff does his due diligence and says, Gib, doll, can you drive her home? Yeah. And he goes, Yeah, sure. And then he just vanishes. So again. then Jeff fucks off again at 4 a.m. to go back to <laughs> Why did you go Pam's back? house. He goes back to the girlfriend. Oh, do you know what? No mobile phones. He probably like literally had to like hightail over yes. there to be like just to make sure cool. my wife's cool. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to Pamela's what a house. Pain that would have been. Oh, when annoying. he could have just texted her. Just text. And been just, like You know what, you guys are smart. You're at the CSIRO, just yeah, invent you're a phone. Intellectuals. You like, should have invented a phone already. You should have figured out how to text message in nineteen sixty two. Remotely <laughs> Connected to physicists, physicists, someone, physics. <laughs> Surely someone there Just had the skills. It it's the same area. It's wheelhouse. Same but wheelhouse. Didn't they have here. landlines? Couldn't you have just called the oh, landline? I think maybe he's a bit, you know, not. Yeah, too many. Um, too many uh, magic cigarettes. Magic, <laughs> magic 
cigarette Injecting pills. too many magic cigarettes. He, he, he injected a cigarette into his eye and it wasn't a good time. And that's why he couldn't pick up the phone. Yeah. He had to physically go. <laughs> Check for the cigarette. <sighs> so he left at four, then Gilbert and Margaret left at 4.15. Mm-hmm. So they drove, drove. So clearly no one gave a fuck that no. they had seven <laughs> bottles of whiskey. 40 whiskeys. <laughs> um, they drove to a secluded spot of the Lane Cove River. It's a known lover's lane mm. area, um, but not very picturesque. So yeah. I did a bit of research on Google Maps, like the street view, and it's yeah. all like shrubby and you park your car and there's like a trail and then it's just like a brown river. <laughs> it's not like a pretty river. Because in my head I'm like lover's lane, a beautiful sparkling nah. river under a moon a moonlit sky. It's literally and... just people want to fuck in the bushes where no one can see them. <laughs> That's all it is. So it's kind of weird to go here since Jeffrey was going to Pam's house so the Chandler's place was empty. Yeah. But I'm not sure where their kids were. Yeah, maybe there. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't put it past these people to just like leave like a two-year-old and a five-year-old and be like, Probably. the five-year-old will the look 60s. after it. It'll be fine. Anything if there's goes. a fire, the five-year-old is smart enough because yeah. we're both like bionically smart. Yeah. The five-year-old will like pick up the two-year-old and know <laughs> to call the police and like fire Leave. brigade as well yeah. and then walk out and also save the family photo albums. The five-year-old will <laughs> do it. And the family dog. And the dog. And um, get everything sorted. I actually like make myself feel better sometimes when I think about how like in our pa- when our parents were babies. Yeah. Like there was none of this like – controlled crying and no. feeding schedules and routines it was just like what did my nan do with my dad she probably just had him put him in a cot and yeah. just dealt with it oh <laughs> yeah and dad's fine oh my god I used to get left so we <laughs> lived in an apartment and then at the like the outdoor bit was where we used to have like birthday parties and we were up on the top floor at the front of the apartment block it was like a six or eight block apartment oh, yeah. eight apartment block and mom was like yeah I used to, used to like leave, leave Kate up there and then like take the little baby monitor down and yes. then just like if she made a noise that was like beyond just a bleh I'd just go up and like <laughs> very Maddie see. McCann areas <laughs> really Maddie McCann areas <laughs> except they're on the top so normal they're on the top floor so that's fine it's fine <laughs> It's all fine. No one's going to climb up there and take cake. No one is going to scale the wall for a baby. No one could be bothered. No, she wasn't that cute. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. That was a segue. Yeah. So they were last seen at 5am still in the car. Yeah. Um, And then I've written, I have no idea what the other person that saw them was doing at (laughs) 5am. Definitely the same thing. Clearly a muddy sexcapade of their own. Muddy sexcapades. So then that was the last time they were seen. Then... At 7.45 a.m. on mm-hmm. New Year's Day, January 1st, 1963, two local boys were doing what local boys do at 7.45 on New Year's Day, collecting stray golf balls Oh, down I'm at the riverbank. Always doing that. <laughs> That's my favourite thing to do of a morning. I, I go, you know what would be so fucking fun at, like, fucking, you know, dumb o'clock in the morning <laughs> after new Day. years yeah is to go down and like collect why at seven why at 7 45 that's too know. early why do you want the golf? what are you going to do with the golf balls i don't know i, th- I think about this a lot because <laughs> <Do> <laughs> i'm like maybe they their parents were hung over and asleep so they're just like bored let's go do something yes and then i'm like do they like hand the golf balls into like the golf club and oh. get money or do they just collect them and like throw them at people? Geniuses. Kids are like Either my way. brother was an entrepreneur. Like he would buy lollies and then resell them at school. Oh my god, for what more a money in year six. 
what he's a an genius. evil genius, my brother. That is an evil but genius he thing would, to do. He would do something like this yeah. if he knew that he could. And I see at the football, like, they have these recyclable cups. And yeah. if you hand them in, you get a dollar. Yeah. So at the end, there's always kids carrying literally a stack of 20 cups. Yes. Like, they've just gone around and collected them. Oh, my God, them. 20 bucks. Yeah, and they get 20 Easy bucks. Easy money. And it's always, you'd never see an adult doing that. No. It's the kids that are like, fuck yeah, we're going to collect and these. And I feel like as adults, we like want to do it, but we're embarrassed to yeah, do it. Yeah, I'd be so embarrassed. We're like, so I like, can't be carrying around 20 recycled Maybe cups. I'll make my kid do it for me. Mm. And I'll take the money from That's them. That's genius. <laughs> That's evil genius. That's evil. Obviously, the Rosenberg Clark connection <laughs> is just evil geniuses. Oh my God. So these boys with their golf l- balls, looking for balls. Mm-hmm. And instead they found a man in a suit lying face down on the ground. Oh. And they just thought he was sleeping off his big night. I mean. On a muddy riverbank. Normally I'd be like, mm, okay, but I'd be like <laughs> fair in this point. I'd be yeah. like, sure. I don't know. I think because we do what we do. It's the same with yes. Summerton Man where they're like, ah, oh, he's drunk. Yeah. Ah, oh, he hasn't moved in three hours. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> we we'd be check. like, he's dead. Like immediately I'd be yeah. like, you okay, doll? Um, so they actually didn't look into it any further, but then an hour later they walked back past and he was still, he hadn't moved. Mm -hmm. So they took a closer look and what they found was the dead body of (gasps) Gilbert Bogle. There were no obvious signs of injury or trauma, but he had a slight patch of bruising or discoloration on his face Mm -hmm. and the trickle of blood coming out of his nose. (gasps) That's so spicy. And the strangest part was that he actually wasn't wearing the suit. He was naked and someone had covered his body up with a piece of carpet. What? And lay the suit over the top. What? Of that. What? That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Put the suit first. Yeah. Carpet. Suit. That is so naked and Chaotic. Lying on his stomach. That is, why wouldn't <laughs> you, I'm just, I don't know why I'm fixated on this, but you would lay the suit first yeah. on his on his naked skin. Yeah. If you're doing some weird sort of setup. Yeah. Then the carpet. Then the carpet. So the boys ran off, obviously, <laughs> and called the police who came to investigate the scene. Mm. And then what they found was 15 metres away from Gilbert, closer to the riverbank, was the body of Margaret Chandler. Oh. She was also found in a similar, unusual state. Mm-hmm. So she was on her back. Her dress was bunched around her waist. Mm-hmm. Her bra was off. And she had a pair of men's underwear next to her. Someone had placed three flattened beer cartons on top of her body. What? She had grazes on her knees, elbows and nose. And her body was still slightly warm. Whereas Gilbert was already in the stages of rigor mortis. Oh. So she had died after him. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I've just realized that the carpet. Yes. Is the sex carpet. Well, I was going to reveal that later. Okay. I've ruined it. (laughs) I just, I just couldn't remember. I remembered that's the only thing I remember from this story. Yeah, the only I actually thing... forgot about the clothes. I, I remembered the clothing, but I didn't remember when, where it was. That was genuinely the I was only confused. thing any of us remember from this is the sex carpet. So I was going to reveal it later, we'll but I'll say it, it now. No, I'll say oh, it now. okay. So he basically, and what was funny at the live show, was basically he brought the carpet. It was a BYO carpet <laughs> that he so kept good. in his car for the purposes of. <laughs> sex so mel named it the sex carpet because what else would you name it why you just got a rolled up yeah, bit of carpet in the back like, of your car oh, grab this like it's not even a picnic rug or something no 
normal to have in a car and to have sex on. I know. <laughs> just just have a nice picnic like, blanket. He's just recarpeted his house. He's like, it's a nice off cut. <laughs> I put that in the car for when I want to have sex on the for all riverbank. all the times I have sex on the riverbank in the mud. <laughs> and what was so funny was I put up some pics on the projector mm-hmm. and they, there was an ABC show about this mm-hmm. case and it starred um i can't remember who but the guy had the carpet under Rolled his arm up. and you were like he's got that carpet in the whole room like everyone <laughs> lost it sex carpet sex i don't know why i've got it in my head like sledgehammer you know oh yeah sex, sex carpet, carpet. Duh, duh. and we know that they were having sex because there was fresh semen on oh they were definitely fucking on gilbert's body oh and his coat what? On his coat? Mate, yeah. aim better. <laughs> if you're going to pull out, just not on your coat. Yeah. That has to be dry cleaned. But I think some shit was going on. Well, literally shit was going okay. on. Okay. What the police found at the scene was also vomit and poo. What? This is what got me because I love poo. Yeah. <laughs> and dad, I think dad had given me that detail. Like he said, yeah. oh, these people died. They were found on the riverbank and they was like... It was weird. They had like clothes placed on them and there was like poo everywhere. I'm like, what? Poo? And then I had to look it up. <laughs> and there was poo everywhere. The pair had evidently been like violently ill before okay, they died. Okay, now I'm following. Um, I'm following. Yes. I'm picking up what you're putting down. So the police figured that they were probably poisoned. So yes. the coroner was called to investigate. But autopsies revealed no trace of any poison in Gilbert and Margaret's system. No, secret poison. I hate it. Secret poison. So with the mix of sexual fucking tomfoolery, (laughs) a sex carpet, Mm -hmm. swinging people, CSIRO employees, secret government shit, the weird way the body was found. Yes. The media went yes. fucking nuts on spies, this case. Spies, They were spies. just like, what is going on? There's swingers, it's spies, it's, sex it's, carpet. It's a whole, it's a little smorgasbord of spice and zest. Yeah, it was all happening. So, but it was, the police couldn't figure it out. So there was an inquest the following year, 1963. And the coroner, Mr. J.J. Looms, concluded that Bogle and Chandler had died because of acute circulatory failure. But as to the circumstances under which such circulatory failure was brought about, the evidence does not permit me to say. (laughs) And I've written here, thanks for nothing, coroner. What you're saying is, I have nothing for you. (laughs) I'm just going to say it in a lot of words. Like I have an essay word count to hit. So I'm just going to add some. Therefore, perchance. The circumstances under which such. Yes, it's a lot of, (laughs) you were were getting to a character count. Um, And he got there Mm -hmm. and he told us nothing, nothing. So the case went cold and remained cold for decades. In 1996, a new test did find minute traces of LSD in their systems. But that was the only clue to what may have happened. But it's not really conclusive because I've never done LSD. I've never smoked acid. I have never (laughs) painted acid on my (laughs) balls of my feet to get high. Never. But I don't but think I know it that's makes what you, do. you. That's how you do it. It doesn't make you shit and vomit and die. Um, right? No. And also, I would say, being the 60s, they could have just been doing that for fun. Yeah, at the party. Like, that really doesn't, to me, say, oh, you mm. died from yeah. LSD. Um, and, like, it's not really the effects of LSD that, like, when people do die after taking yeah. it, it's usually they've had a hallucination where they're being chased by something and they jump off a cliff or yes. they put themselves in danger. Yes. Um, 
Yes, so I actually did research and it says most most deaths from using LSD occur because of the user's behaviour. So mm. not just because they're like, oh, my God, I'm vomiting, I'm yeah. pooing, I'm dead. I don't think, yeah, I've never heard of that. Um, but it was believed that CSIRO scientists were creating their own batches of LSD. Oh. So instead of inventing phones or, you know, doing any work, yeah. they're all fucking each other and making drugs in uh, the lab. I mean, I want to work there, but <laughs> also... Rude. But also, like, your government employees. Like, spend <laughs> my money some wisely. I know. <laughs> Do some fucking work. They were oh, wild. They were just crazy motherfuckers. What are they doing? Like, they're just making, like, rogue LSD yeah. tabs. So, basically, they're like, who knows what was in those tabs. Like, it could have been something that made you shit yourself and die. Yeah, maybe they were, like, trying to make, like, bionic LSD. Yes. Um, so, there's a few theories. Yes. I've written here, spy shit. I was just about to, like, my first thought, spy shit. Obviously, the spy shit comes into play because he was about to go overseas. Yes. To work on spy shit in America. Global spies. And, you know, when you take spy shit global, that's when, like... The Russians. The Russians get involved. Cold War was happening. Yep. Um, the mafia. The mafia might hear about Maybe. it. The CIA. Yeah. Well, the CIA would want you to be there. No, but maybe they didn't. Oh, like what they hate their maybe, own country. Maybe he was a double agent. <laughs> I don't know. Like he could be Russian or mafia. Um, oh, actually, I just made that up, but it's actually on there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually in my notes. We're just going down our own we usual shitty stupid, path. Yeah. But I've literally written here, some people believe he may have been killed off by the KGB so he couldn't continue his research or that the CIA killed him because he was a double agent working oh for God, Russia. We are so smart. <laughs> Our I mean, dumb I already musings. knew this. Also, we always say this. Every yeah. single time we go Russia, mafia, CIA, yeah. ASIO. So at some point we were going to land. We were going to land on And something. we did it today. We did it. We've done it. Also, I did know this. It was deep in the recesses of my <laughs> brain. I've just forgotten I don't it. think this gets to be a win because you did actually. Uh, we both I, knew it. I did We've research heard it this before. heavily. Um, <laughs> and then another zesty element to this theory yeah. is that Margaret was also a spy. I think she was a nurse. Ah. I forgot to say that. I think she was actually a nurse. But that she was a spy and they'd gone down to the river to retrieve something oh, so from the water. Fucking, but they and had to they pretend fucking. to fuck. So they, he jizzed on so his he, jacket, so ruined he, it. He was like, hang on, I'm just going to quickly nut one out, make it look like we've <laughs> <Right> fucked. <laughs> He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> that I have right now of him being like I'm so sorry Margaret just give me like five seconds because they have here. no they're not into each other no. at all and she's just like oh, oh, gross fuck. and he's over there just fucking I don't want to see it you're moving so much <laughs> just can you do it a bit less just jittery like, I don't need so much elbow action I don't need to just hear it gentle with it but fuck just, can you just like mentally make she's yourself like gym. la 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 singing yeah. like a Frank Sinatra <laughs> tune to drown it out <laughs> the wheels on the bus go round and round he's like oh okay <laughs> Okay, and, and I got it on my jacket. Oh, it's all gonna over my coat. Dry cleaning. Now. Vivian's gonna kill me. She's gonna fucking. She's gonna lose her shit. It's um, gonna cost fifty dollars to yeah. clean. Speaking of Vivian, oh, the other next theory, another spy, is jealous spouse. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say there was more spy. No, that was, was the like, spy That's theory. Just a bit too much. That was it. So jealous I spouse. think at the live show we had a whole thing where we were like the Russians came and actually jizzed on his coat <laughs> <laughs> to like cover it up. They were like the best way. <laughs> 
I love pasta. Pasta is just so funny. I was looking at the notes and I was like, I don't think that's in the manual. It was super funny. You had to be there, guys. You should have been there. <laughs> you should have been there because you weren't. You missed out and you get this sort of subpar retelling. Subpar of us just laughing at how funny <laughs> we are. like ruin the sex carpet joke. Oh, Forgot about the shark lasers. you know what? Lasers. Sex carpet wasn't there. So I'm glad you brought it up because I clearly well, haven't written it down. I, it's the only thing I remember, Josie. So, so Vivian's pissed. Understandably. Well, no, Vivi was at home like heavily pregnant. Okay. Um, so she actually wasn't considered a suspect, but Jeffrey was. I was going to say she could have hired a hitman. Yeah, and I find it weird Jeffrey was because he was like. He's the swinger. swinger. He's chill. But that quote that I said of him being like, if you want to take Gib as a oh, lover, yes. that came out after they died. Right. Of him being like, I don't care. I was fine with it. Yeah. I didn't care if she rooted Gilbert. Oh, so he could have Whatever. been like, I'm chill. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm so, I'm fine. And he's just like I'm hiding the poison under his about this. sofa cushion. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm really fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Abby in The Bachelor last night. Yeah. I'm not even going to cry. <laughs> I'm like, Two I'm minutes crying. later. I don't even love him, obviously. <laughs> so I'm not crying. <laughs> so he did leave the party at the same time as them which was a bit sus. Suspect. But during their estimated time of death, he was seen in Balmain back at his other lane by party. Um, by all of the his push? push friends. Well, what do we think about the push, guys? Mm, they all lied. They all <laughs> did this little hand wavy <laughs> flicky finger thing where she was like, they all lied. <laughs> they all lied to cover up that he poisoned. I'm into it as a theory. Um, but I've written here maybe the drug that he poisoned them with was mm. slow acting. Because their time of death doesn't necessarily mean it's not like they were shot at five a.m. No, they just and he expired at five a.m. Tinkering around in the CSIRO with little test tubes. He's been tinkering, and he's the hippie, so he's the one into like chemicals. Making he's the head honcho of the LSD party. He injected them both with bongs. They went down there, and then they vomited. They're like, I feel fine (laughs) suddenly. And then he's in Balmain. I'm shitting my pants. But he actually not hot when I'm trying to have sex. He wrote a book called "So You Think I Did It." <gasps> Jeffrey, <laughs> is it Gerald or Jeffrey? Jeffrey, Jeffrey. So in the book, he put forward the theory that Gilbert was killed over his top secret CSIRO work, and that Margaret was just wrong place, wrong time. Oh, he made the point that they could have gone to the Chandler's house. So why go to the riverbank to have sex? So he thought they were doing some sus spy stuff down there. Okay, all of this sounds like. I didn't do it. Here's my personal theory Here's why. A theory. So that you don't think that I did it. Don't find the poison under the sofa cushion. What I'm saying is there's no poison under the sofa cushion. You can look there once you've finished reading my book. <laughs> that gives me enough time to flush it down the toilet. Um, another person mm-hmm. who had reason to be jealous was a woman named Margaret. Fowler. Oh, well, who's this bitch? Now it's the 60s. Everyone's called Margaret. Yes. There's too many Margaret. Everybody that worked like at the CSIRO was Let's called Margaret. Let's call her Margaret. Fowsy. Fowsy. So <laughs> Fowsy also worked there. But because they were doing nothing. Yeah. Nothing there. <laughs> nothing at all. She worked in the physics library and because he was a physicist, he obviously went to the library yeah. and they'd been rooting for three years. Oh. He was actually such a bad dude. <laughs> Don't fuck Fowlsy for three years and then just like leave wife. her high and dry. You've got a wife and... Almost a wife four who kids. I don't think was into this swinging I action. I don't think she was. And it's not All cool. fine and good for Jeffrey and Margaret, other Margaret. 
Chandler, not, yeah. Not Fowlsy. Not Fowlsy. But it's not okay to fuck Fowlsy and not tell your wife about it. I wonder who else he was fucking. But anyway, Gilbert broke it off apparently a mm. few months before his death because she was irrational. Oh. And I've written here a bit of a stage five clinger. Okay. That's what they all say. Not fair. Not so, fair. Sorry that I'm upset because you have been fucking me for three years and now you you're breaking out with me. And now you're breaking out with me out of nowhere. And also that this whole three years you haven't told your wife about us and you haven't left your wife. I'm sorry and now you're, that maybe I'm a slightly mad about it. And you're about to fuck someone else that yeah. you've met at some But I'm party. crazy. But I'm crazy. I'm the crazy one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm crazy. So she wasn't invited to the party in Chatswood, but several CSIRO colleagues claimed to have seen her loitering outside. Oh, my outside. God. Falsy, no. Falsy, <laughs> get your shit together, honey. Get your shit together. Don't do that on New Year's. That's do sad. loiter in someone's yard. Like, it's bad enough. I've, I've loitered. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, Josie. Yeah, it's actually kind of, it's kind of a similar story. So there was oh a party. God, there was a party. <laughs> and then my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. I was in high school. I'm obsessed with this already. My ex-boyfriend like went back to his house with a bunch of these other girls that we didn't like. Mm -hmm. So my friend drove drunkenly (laughs) from her house and she had like a dark car and we like drove. (laughs) (laughs) We're outside his house trying to see what was going on. We couldn't see anything. So then we drove back home and then she told her big sister, don't tell mom and dad that I drove drunkenly (laughs) to loiter outside someone's house. I mean, but at least you're in the car. This yeah, is yeah, like we're in the car. like looking through the window. Yes, she was loitering through the window. She's like, oh, they're like, oh, Falsy, didn't think you were coming. And she's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not. I'm just like, I'm at a party like three doors down. Yeah, I'm just down I'm there. Just, I'm just the going down there. The street is silent. She's yeah. like, just down there. At the, it's, a, it's a silent disco. There's like a, there's like a light baby crying <laughs> in the house. <laughs> it's like a dog. It's a dog barking. Disco. <laughs> just down there. It's silent disco. It's dark. It's silent. Yeah. There's no one there. That's that's the party. That's, that's the point. The, that's, that, that's what we're doing. But yeah, I've loitered. So I, I do understand where Fowlsy's coming from. But yeah. also I was 17 years yes. old. You're not an adult <laughs> physics librarian no. who should know better. Yeah. And it wasn't New Year's. No. This is the other thing. I'm like, it was just a random Fowlsy, Saturday go and night. do something else. Even I, 17-year-old loser me, mm. had something better to do on New Year's. By that point, I was over that boyfriend. Yeah. Dickhead, he did actually end up sleeping with one of my friends. Is that staying in the podcast? Well, yeah. No, oh. no one's going to well, know who he know. is. You said it really weird and like sus. It sounded like a sus thing to say, but anyway. Not like a sus thing from you. Like a su- <laughs> it sounded like you were saying it like I'm like secretive. Like, by the way, <laughs> but we're going to cut this out. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> well, I can. No. I won't. Now it's staying. He did it. Now you'll all know what Josie does when what she tells I said. me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You fucking did it, and I'm gonna out you on national podcast. National podcast. But that's how Josie talks when she tells me a thing that she's gonna cut out. She goes, oh yeah. And then this thing happened, but we're gonna cut that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I do it too. Yes, but we're not. So now you know the secret. Now you know the secret. So she was married, Fauzi. Fauzi, you yeah. can't be pissed then. And her husband was a chemical scientist at, you guessed it. Don't. <laughs> the Stop. CSIRO. Stop it. Uh, it was a sex den. That was just, all they were doing was fucking like and making. You walk into any lab there LSD. and there's people like yeah. fucking. Oh, <laughs> On sorry. top of oh, the test sorry. tubes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just like this. I don't know why they're like this, but they are. <laughs> Mel's like, like dangly. Flailing around. Because <laughs> it's very 60s like, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
myself in the it head. Must be so much like communal, like <laughs> glumping around we're go- in we're, the podcast. We're now. acting out sex. Wow, that sounded bad. <laughs> not, <laughs> not with each other, no, just separately. We're very far away. We're from very each far. Um, <laughs> so some newspapers pose the theory that he might have concocted the magical poison that left no traces because he was jealous. <gasps> And he was the chemical engineer. That sounds way more he like a job. He was the that chemical you engineer. Know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then I've made a note here: Did defamation exist in 1962? Because <laughs> that sounds like a bad thing to publish about someone with no evidence. It also seems like kind of like a very far away degrees of thing. Because mm. it's like Fauzi's not done it. No, her, her husband's husband doing it. Jealous that she loves Gilbert. Yes. I feel sorry for Margaret Chandler well, Margaret here. I feel like is, she's collateral damage. She's collateral damage. But then I don't feel sorry because she shouldn't have been sleeping with another man's, another man's, another <laughs> woman's husband. I know. There's a lot of factors here. Isn't girls there? support girls, Margaret. Everyone, everyone <laughs> just don't be a cunt is what it is. Get your penis. Keep it in your pants. Yes. Go to work. Leave it in your pants. Yeah. Do your science work. <laughs> Continue to have your penis Continue, in your pants. Continue unless you need to pee and then only use it for peeing. Yep. Put it back in your pants. <laughs> finish your work. Say goodbye to your colleagues. Yep. Go home. Then you can take it out of your take pants. Take it out whenever and wherever you want in your own home. Flop it out <laughs> as soon as you <laughs> walk in the door. drop your pants at the door if you want. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Do not get it out in the physics library of or all places. in the chemical engineer room. <laughs> no. Nah. It's or dangerous. in the cryogenics room. Even more dangerous. Yeah, that you don't want a frozen dick. You I don't, don't think want that's to freeze your fun. dick off. So just some tips. If just you work at the CSIRO. A few tips for you CSIRO if workers If anyone listening. does work at oh, the CSIRO. Can you talk to us? I need the tea. I need to know if it's still a sex den. Do you feel like they're going to tell you, yes, my workplace is a sex I haven't den. done any work for three years. I've been fucking in the library every day. <laughs> Um, <laughs> wow, the, the, the longest segue away. Aphrodisiac, I've written here. Mm. <laughs> this theory. Oh, yes, okay. Is that maybe Margaret Fowler, sorry, Fousey. Fousey, yeah, and or her husband got an accomplice, it's even more of a reach, <laughs> to spike Gilbert and Margaret's drinks at the party. I can even see that you don't understand <laughs> where this is going yet. I don't remember this theory. <laughs> Well, I like it. Uh, oh, wait. I think that I think that spiking the drinks was yeah. from the the last theory. Oh, wait. That is okay. So that is how they would do it. Yes, that's how they would do it. I like it. I've written my subhead. But why is it an aphrodisiac? I've written a subhead too early <laughs> in the piece. <laughs> the subhead oh, comes before so this theory. <laughs> So like, they, they're like, what? you know what? I'm so bad at them. I'm, I'm so going to make mad. them really horny. I want them to have the best sex of their lives. <laughs> That's the best revenge. The best revenge is for them to like <laughs> orgasm themselves into death. <laughs> I mean, it looks what like a way that's to go. What happened. I mean, kind of. Um, so <laughs> this is the aphrodisiac theory. Actually, I think this might be more batshit than the life show. <laughs> and point. we've drunk coffee. We're not even, <laughs> we're no one's drunk. drunk or high or anything. No, You're yeah. even drinking an orange juice. Sober as a judge. <laughs> Vitamin C is my drug. Um, so this theory about an aphrodisiac, I found it on the blogspot page, Strange Company. Oh, yes. That sounds very reputable. So the it was posed by Dr. Pang Tang Chung the director of forensic medicine for the Hong Kong police. Oh, well, now it does sound really reputable. <laughs> <laughs> so he came across two similar deaths. 
and the victims had died after taking a legal Asian aphrodisiac called Yohimbine. Mm. Yohimbini? Okay. Yohimbin. Yo- Yohimbin. I don't know how to say it. Silent A. Yohimbin. Yohimbin. Turns out there were rumours flying that, which I don't really buy this because okay. Gilbert was a complete slut. Okay. Gilbert was suffering from sexual difficulties. Oh. So he wanted to do it in his head, but then his body didn't body want to do didn't want to. So strange company called that a disastrous development for someone of his proclivities. <laughs> but he couldn't get it up. Well, a thought though, mm. because maybe he was fucking everything that moved because... He was insecure. He was overcompensating. Because he, you know, it's like, you yeah. know how they say that people yeah. that have like Ferraris have tiny penises mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. they're sad and mm-hmm. then they buy the Ferrari and then they act like a douche because they're like overcompensating. So maybe he was like yeah. taking all these things. Mm-hmm. Before Viagra existed. Yeah. Yep. So maybe. And this was kill people before so the page asks might he and his new lover had tried this exotic drug with fatal results but why would she take it I don't For fun? Know. maybe it wasn't just a dick one maybe it was like, just a like all over one like a, let's eat like oysters a, like, yeah oof. um so then there was this doco mm. that was the, the sex picture. carpet picture yeah called on the ABC in 2006 called Who Killed Dr. Bogle and Mrs. Chandler? And it had like dramatised bits. I love why they were there. So it was made by a man named Peter Butt. Mm-hmm. B-U-T-T. Oh, it's just, I always think of this people that have the, the last name Butt. Peter Butt. Maybe once you grow out of being in primary school, you just sort yeah. of embrace it as a vibe. Yeah, like it's your thing. Yeah. Um, so he's an investigative doco maker. He's made one on our friend Harold Holt. Oh. Speaking of sluts. So <laughs> <laughs> he suggested that the couple died. Yep. And this is actually one of the most common theories because of hydrogen sulfide poisoning. Okay. He posed evidence such as reports from locals saying that the river smelled of rotten eggs mm. and that sometimes when you were down there, you'd become nauseous. Oh. And there was a factory nearby that was apparently dumping hydrogen sulfide into the river. There were mass fish deaths as well. And um, that suggested that there was toxicity in the water or in the riverbed. That seems yeah. bad. Really bad. Doesn't so, seem like a good thing. <laughs> horrible. I yeah. don't think the factory is supposed to be doing that. No. So Peter Butt yeah. did heaps of investigation into the weather conditions of the night and discovered that where Gilbert and Margaret had been was basically in a ditch at water level Mm. so the gas buildup would have been at their level oh okay so it was just like an unfortunate coincidence yes they picked the worst possible spot to To lay down the the sex carpet (laughs) and go to town on each other um but believed that there were signs pointing to this cause of death the discoloration on gilbert's cheek oh means the blood had turned purple which is a side of hydrogen sign of hydrogen and sulfide poisoning he also consulted forensic experts who looked at the scene and believed the victims looked like they'd been gassed. The way they this appeared. This would make sense why they didn't find anything in their bodies. Yeah. And, like, you know, she has all the grazers. Yeah. Like, she was trying to, like, run and, like, fell and she was 15 metres away. I assumed the grazers were from, like, doing doggy style. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. That's what I thought that was about. But, sure, um, also that. Okay. Also that. <laughs> then in 2016, Peter Butt 
can't stop saying. I, I his whole name. I won't stop saying Read the whole name. <laughs> he published a book called Dr. Bogle and Mrs. Chandler, The Confession. Mm. In it, a psychologist said that a female patient who claimed to have witnessed oh. their deaths. What? The woman and her girlfriend were also having a role in the hay down at Lane Cove yep. at the same time when one of them dropped her purse in the dark. They heard someone coming and hid in the bushes. Then they saw Gilbert and Margaret strip off all their clothes. Amazing. <laughs> just everything. Just everything like, at once. I just think if I was going to bone in public, I'd just take my undies off. Yeah. You know what I mean? In yes. case. So the women were having a bit of a perv. Honestly, I think I would too. Yeah, same. Um, and this lady claimed to have seen and heard these things, according to the psychologist in Peter Butt's book. At some point, the woman said loudly, why have you stopped, Margaret? Mm-hmm. And he said nothing and she asked him to keep on going. <laughs> get it, get it, Margaret. Get it, Margaret. Then suddenly the woman grabbed her throat and made oh, a no. strangling noise and got up and staggered off. <gasps> After a few minutes, he rolled over or moved some short distance. And my memory suggests, she said, the patient said, he moved away from the water and up the slope. They waited a little while till there was no noise to look for the purse. They smelled some rotten egg gas but it seemed to go away as they moved closer to the edge of the water. As they searched, they discussed why the couple had acted so strangely and just assumed they'd been on drugs or something. Well, same. Yes, yeah, so that was all a quote from Peter Butt's book. Um, weird that that rotten egg smell moved. Is that what you're about to say? No. That when she was moving toward the water, yeah. that it went away. So it like moved, like the gas like moved through the air. Yeah. But I guess you said it was a ditch, right? Yeah. So potentially has it like hovered. So they were at, so the... Water was there, then there was like ground, then yeah. there was a ditch. So that uh, ditch was at the same level as the water. So, so it might have been like in potentially the, the gas has like accumulated in a spot. Yeah. I don't know if gas can do that, but I assume it can. I'm not sure either. Let's go with that. Um, Peter Butt mm-hmm. said the psychologist signed a statu- statutory declaration mm. detailing this story, which contains unpublicized details of the crime scene that could only have come from someone that was at the river that morning. So these women were definitely so there, they were 100% according there. to Peter Butt's book. Mm. But the official cause of death to this day has mm. never been confirmed. So it remains. So it's not like even though that's pretty like. Yep. That's because I don't really buy that theory. It seems a bit. See, I'm way back on the getting spy shit. Spy drugged. shit, drugged or, at the party because everyone Gilbert. at the party was CSI. Right? Yeah, someone, someone in CSI. Yeah, drink. somebody in that company yeah has fucking drugged these yeah. guys you know what was zesty that i didn't include in this because yeah. i spoke for like three hours yeah at the live show <laughs> but like a year later two people that hosted the party one of them killed themselves <gasps> i think they both killed themselves <gasps> or like one died oh and God, then one so killed themselves spicy. yeah oh, so that's, that's a bit sus. sus i think it was definitely someone at the party spiked their drink i don't buy this rotten egg because those women were there. There were yeah, kids that's what looking for say. balls. Yeah. It's a, an area where people go. You can go there now. More people would have died down More there. Pe- the, what are the chances of just two people in the whole of history yeah, <laughs> dying, dying because of this rotten egg Exactly. Gas. That's how I was thinking. And I get the, like, I can understand the, like, logistics of the ditch and potentially if the gas built up in there, but it's still yeah. sus. Like, if it's a popular spot for people to go and fuck, it's like yeah. other people would have used the ditch, surely. Yeah. Um, also, was thinking... A thing that I've forgotten. Oh, no, this is what I was thinking was this dude mm. is like 
Captain High Power, like most probably most popular at CSIRO, yep. going to America, people could have just been fucking shitty. Yeah. Everyone loved him. Yep. It doesn't even have to be connected some, to all the sex. It no, could just be like some weird, weedy little scientist man that was jealous yes. of like the charismatic, smart, millions of secret fucking operations going on cryogenics maser sex he was good at everything yeah so they've just gone fuck you spiking your drink and she died too and but maybe <laughs> also whatever this weird mystery drug was mm. maybe the reason she died later than him is because maybe it transferred through spit or something yes i just love this yeah i just made that up but yeah like could be yep we don't know what this mystery drug was we don't know and we then it's like, know. where did the mystery drug go? Where is it now? Like in the inventions land of life. I don't know. Maybe they never used it again because it worked yeah. and they didn't want to be and incriminated. If it, maybe it was the people that killed themselves and then they've like taken it to the grave. Maybe. I love this story. But that, like that's the, you know, I didn't do any credits. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> but I don't have them. We can, just, we can do them in the, in the... But I don't. Well, we don't have I them. Never you know wrote what? Them. This is, you know what? Sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> I never wrote them down because it was a live show. Yeah. Um, we didn't do them. I've, I've definitely credited that book. On the website, the blog spot, Peter Strange Butts Company. book and Strange Company. So we, um, we got partial, partially There was a there. lot of Wikipedia. The documentary. I can tell you that. There was the doco. Yeah. Um, but I... Unfortunately, can't tell you any other credits. Enough. I'm sorry. That's um, just a one-off. I'm usually very conscientious about this stuff. You are. Um, but that's the wild fucking story. I love it so much. Of Gilbert Bogle, Bogle Chandler. So Thank you to my father for that one. Yeah. Because I, well, I would have found out about it because a lot of people have suggested it. But still. But it was just a lovely thing to discover on a car trip to Canberra. It was. I was just like, Dad, and then they vomited and shat everywhere. He's like, uh-huh. There's all these wild 60s cases that he told me about oh. that are in the back pocket. They're in the back pocket. They're coming up. If you work at CSIRO, Tell we want to know about it. Um, if you have been somewhere where you smelt the rotten fish, no, that's too many. Everywhere smells like rotten yeah. fish. If I smell that all the time. If you've been poisoned at Lane Cove. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been poisoned in the lover's lane mud. If you've taken a sex carpet for yep. a rom roll in the hay. Do you have a sex carpet? Tell Do us. you have one? Yeah. <laughs> Love to know. Um, yes, join the group. Do, yep. Do the things. Give us five stars on iTunes. Oh, my Bumble Tinder hinge petition is going well. We've had two people now. Two reviews. Review me based off literally just that advertising on That's great. dating apps. Love that marketing. This is my gift to you as the yep. pregnant, stable relationship person. Yes, I need that zest in my life. <laughs> what you can do is when you have the baby in mother's groups, you can stick up yes. posters everywhere. I'll just, yeah. Convert all the mothers. All mums love true crime, right? They do. I'm just going to tell them all to listen. We'll use our personal lifestyles to yes. get people to listen to the podcast. And then one day will be the biggest podcast in the world. Ever. <laughs> in the no. history of podcasts. <laughs> or it'll just coast along like it has been. Yeah, it's fine. Either way, we love you guys. Love you guys. Um, yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>